Welcome, Welcome to, arcade to Arcade Attack. Player one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Listeners, hello. This is Dylan from Arcade Attack, ably supported by my good colleague Keith. Hello. My good colleague Adrian. Aloha. And my good colleague Robert. Yo. Today, we're going to talk about something that's very close to my heart. Ah. Yeah. Your lungs. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> What's one of my favourite game franchises? Ooh. One of your favourites. Survival Horror. Favorite. Survival yeah. Horror. Resident Evil. Mm. Silent Hill. Mm. <laughs> There's a game franchise very similar to those, again launched in the late 90s, that often goes missed. It does. Without looking at the name of the podcast, can anyone know? <laughs> 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 uh, Is it? Yeah. What's that game? Keith Breaking the Fall. Skate from the Dark. That was a kind of Skate from Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark, sorry, yeah. That's close. Actually, people do forget those games. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. Today, my question to you guys, and also to the listeners at home, or on the way to work, or wherever you may be, is could the Dino Crisis franchise have been as big as Resident Evil is today? (laughs) Um... Don't just I don't know, think no, it's kind of rhetorical. Thanks, Rob. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rob just says no and that's the end of the yeah. podcast. No, goodbye. <laughs> I'm so, hoping that it's not gonna go extinct. So Dino Crisis actually had in total four games. Four? Mm. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'm gonna go through them chronologically, tell you a little bit about them. And then at the end, sort of wrap it up and then give you my thoughts as to... Raptor it up. Raptor it up. (laughs) How much is this going to go? It's going to be a long (laughs) podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. So, let's let's start from the top. Yeah. So, Dino The Triceratops. Triceratops. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Bye, listeners. I'm off. I forget (laughs) it. Just kidding. Anyway. So, Dino Crisis. Released in 1999. So a good uh, year or so after Resi 2, 
Yeah, Resi yeah, 2 yeah, was 98. Resi 2 was 98. Yeah, Resi yeah. 1 was 96. Yep. Um, it was actually released the same year as Resident Evil 3. Mm. So mm. that's another arcade attack favourite. Uh, the same team, actually, led by Shinji Mikami, did, did the game. Mm. So, plot-wise, um, for those of you who have not played it, what would you guess the plot would be? Given that the name is Dino Crisis. Well, I was hoping, because I, I didn't really know about this before you brought it up, and I was hoping it would be similar to Dino Riders, the <laughs> 80s cartoon show. I used to love that. Where, like, yeah. basically, these humans somehow got all these dinosaurs and strapped weapons to them and, like, yeah. reprogrammed them. So, like, I'm pretty sure there was a T-Rex that had, like, a gun turret strapped to its face. It was! It had, like, rocket launchers on the side of its yeah. head. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. would be a great video game, wouldn't it? Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not based on that. Sorry. Um, there's a dino crisis. There is a crisis with dinos. There is a crisis with dinos. It's set in 2009 in the future. <laughs> <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, 1999, Far 10 from. years in the future. All right? Um... The game's main protagonist is a lady called Regina. The lovely Regina. I mean, Regina. Red, Re- is it Regina or Regina? Regina. Regina. All the characters okay. in the game call her Regina. Regina is like the queen, so I don't think I don't think we'll, we'll be calling her Regina. So Regina with her redhead Bob. Um, no last name. Oh. We never find out what her name is because she's part of a, a special agent group as. Capcom like to write mm. games about, but hers, hers is called hers is not um, stars, stars or anything like that. Is it, is it moons? This is, this is actually <laughs> this is sort, <laughs> sort. salt or sort, sort as, in to, as in to sort something. Oh, it's an acronym for something. What's the acronym? <laughs> Secret Operations Raid Team. It's rubbish. I reckon that Capcom Special just probably operate. came up with random random words and then just kind of styled it around it yeah. rather so than trying to make it the other way. Special Operations Raid Team. I thought you said something else there for the second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Anyway. <laughs> and so they're sent out to check out a mysterious island. Oh, so dinosaurs island. Never seen heard this thing before. <laughs> never heard it. Never. No one's ever come up with this concept before. <laughs> I think I heard it was called Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Capcom. So, so there's a couple of things. So, one, it's obvious um, comparison to a very popular Hollywood film, mm-hmm. and also very, very, um, you know, distinct similarities to that team's other massive franchise I mentioned earlier but instead of zombies the island is full of dinosaurs so I'll take it from the triceratops yeah (laughs) get to it Bronto get to it Bronto so the team's colleague Tom who's on the island um, has told them that there's there's something going on there's a Dr. Edward Kirk Mm. Uh, in the facility who's been doing experiments <laughs> but, I don't, but I don't think he's Richard Attenborough <laughs> by the sounds of this alright um, or maybe he is who knows uh, unlike the static pre-rendered backgrounds of said Resident Evil games yep. at the time uh, this actually took a bit of a step up it was uh, it had its own 3D engine mm. so it was set back so it was a, it was a third person 3D game now, obviously that leads to a couple of things with the PlayStation, so you know how the PlayStation now copes with 3D polygons. Um, it's very similar to Code Veronica. 
So I think I think that that kind of engine mm. that they developed with Dino Crisis was obviously the used later on. Yeah, it was yeah. the beginning of Kerveronica, another arcade attack favourite. Um, so for you guys, what, what's actually scarier, zombies or dinosaurs? Well, I was thinking zombie dinosaurs personally, but but not taking out zombie dinosaurs <laughs> like zombie, uh, zombie or dinosaurs. Arr. Um, dinosaurs would be scary in real life, I think. But um, yeah, you're you're kind of raising an eyebrow there. I'm not. I sure. don't, I don't, zombies are probably what dinosaurs <laughs> are. That's going to be scary because because there's more imminent fear. I think with a dinosaur. I was going to say if we're talking yeah. about the dinosaur, the zombies from Resident Evil that shuffle very slowly towards yeah. you, or like a pack of raptors. Yeah, like to yeah. rip your limb from limb. Zombies are much bigger and they have bigger teeth. I mean, so dinosaurs. According to Rob, zombies have bigger teeth. Okay. Um, the, thing, the, the, the thing about Resident Evil games, I'm coming to that point, you mentioned it right there. Slow, shuffly zombies. Yeah. What uh, Shinji wanted to do with this one was kind of flip it. So rather than... Things that were fast and could chase yeah. you. Yeah. So the dinosaurs in Dino Crisis are quick. Yep. They are exactly like those velociraptors mm. in Jurassic Park. Mm. I mean, they will—they will get on you, and they can—they <laughs> can jump over fences. <laughs> you can go into another room. They can come through the door and close the door behind them. They're very polite. Like that. They're very polite. <laughs> like that. So they're, they're smarter than the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. They couldn't open the door. Well, they did actually. They did. They did they open can. the door. Yeah, they, they got in. But no. But these dinosaurs—they can open doors. And yeah, you—you you can't actually run from them. Oh. Which is an odd thing with with this, this type of game yeah. up until that point. Uh, I think actually was was it Resident Evil Three where they could go through doors? I can't remember. You were not you it, you were always safe in the next room with Resident Evil Three. It's the nemesis that the continues ne- to ah, chase okay. you. So, the nemesis, so it doesn't matter if you run into the next yeah. room; it keeps coming. Yeah. So the dinosaurs are quick, and it's what I you know. How many bad Jurassic Park games have we been subjected to uh, up quite, to that point? Do you quite, remember any Jurassic Park games? Yeah, they Mega Drive one. Pretty horrendous. I think, I think this, this one was quite good though. Is that the overhead one? Yeah. That's actually that quite okay. cool. That was yeah. a bit different. It was yeah. more cartoony, wasn't it? Mm. But the, I mean, the Mega CD one I heard about, was that the one that you were kind of in like a first person thing and you could walk oh, under I've never car. played that. That's yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about it. I've heard that tried to be a bit a bit. But I, I do remember renting the Mega Drive one and you could play it. You know, it was cool at the time. It was like one, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah. Two, you could play as... Um, Sam Neill Sam Neill or the Raptor yeah so oh, you play as a Raptor that was yeah so it was, it was pretty cool it was, okay, it but, was a great know, game Dino Crisis for me is what a Jurassic Park game should have been could have been yeah. or could have been yeah. you know definitely <laughs> you know you put you put yourself in that kind the of facility yeah exactly yeah, dinosaurs yeah. breaking out everywhere my god it actually sold this, this actually surprised me the Playstation version sold 2.4 million copies wow so it's not like it, okay it wasn't like the higher end um I've got you that Resident Evil 3 sold over 3 million but so it's not that far off it's really not, for, and then wait, this is a new franchise as well Resident Evil was 3 games in it's a brand new franchise so you know p- the people who were involved in it knew that it was from the guys who did Resident Evil I bought it I bought, <laughs> I bought it I got it for Christmas 1999 I yeah, got it for Christmas yeah. that year I think oh, I must have got it a little bit after but I got no, it I pretty much it. not knowing anything about it I mm. just knew it was yeah, by the guys yeah. who did Resident Evil mm. and it was a scary kind of dinosaur game. Yeah, dinosaurs Resident Evil, what could Capcom, what could go wrong? It's just, what can go wrong? Um, it Don't do came it, 
Don't do your Bubsy impression. Don't do the Bubsy. We'll, we'll set the Bubsy. <laughs> um, the the Bubsy podcast. Uh, it came out on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Wow. And also for Windows, but mm. unfortunately, the Game Boy Color version was cancelled. That's like the of version. Dino oh. Crisis. Of Dino Crisis. But they did a Resident oh. Evil. There was a Resident Evil, wasn't there? Yeah. That also got cancelled for. Why? Is it because the Game Boy Color didn't have the, the greatest... It's um, not really the right version of Game Boy Color. Well, it makes you wonder why they uh, put the effort into developing it. It's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tank controls are back. Yeah. For Dino Crisis. So you press up on the D-pad. To go Regina in the direction you're facing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which we all get used to. You get used to it. We love tank controls at Arcade Attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was very puzzle heavy. Like Dino Crisis, yeah. if you guys play it now, it's, it's very puzzle heavy. It is. There's a lot of sort of um, unlocking sort of cryptic locks and things. So when you're trying to get through a door, it's not just about Resident Evil, just found one key, okay, you go through the door. With Dino Crisis, like the doors, you need two the discs. doors have two discs. Yeah. You put them together and then you've got to solve a little puzzle by eliminating letters. They were fairly straightforward though, weren't they? They tried to make them co- more complicated as the game They got longer, yeah. But it was, you know, and it... And a lot of it, and a lot of it was uh, time pressured as well. Later on in the game, mm. you had to remember certain sequences and things that came out of the computer. It was all, you know, it, you know, Regina is in this complex, <laughs> a lot like Jurassic Park, but you know, it's all scientific and it's, you know, it, it's it's a, it, it feels, it does feel like a progression from from the Resi games, mm. you know. So you got, you know, got to, you know, credit where credits due. I think with that. Um, it is. Oh, I really put this, but it has the same, the same kind of survival facet. So you've got to manage your manage inventory. Your inventory. Mm-hmm. You've got to make. You've sure got a limited that, space to carry stuff. Although it's much yeah. more generous than Resident Evil. It is much more so generous. You've got, you've got a supplies of, yeah. and items, and she kind of keeps them on separate pages. And yeah. only when you really max out those pages can she not carry anything else. Yeah. So that's really good. And there is a good balance between... It has that saying, you know, whether Resi games, you have to manage your, your, your ammo and your yeah. health. It has that exact same sort of fine balance. You never find yourself with too much of one no, you never and like, less of the yeah. other. And you can... Uh, so, so the dinosaurs, yeah, you can, you can blow them up. Or whatever, you know, shoot them, shotgun them, gun them. But... You can actually make darts. You can actually make tranquilizer darts and poisonous darts. Yep. So you've got this whole, go, okay, so I've got this medicine, I've got these darts. Oh, what if I combine these? Oh, wow, wow, that makes a really powerful sort of tranquilizer dart. Some tranquilizer darts only nullify the dinosaur for hardly any time. Yeah. Others like knock them out for the night, you know, as if they've just been to the pub all night. But it's good because you have to, you know, sometimes when you're in a, you're, you're in a pinch, and you need to really get away from one. And you know, if you keep going through door and door, they're just going to keep coming. Yep. The area's going to keep... You've got to knock them out. You've got to knock them out. And also, it, it is humane for the dinosaur. Is it just raptors that come after you? Is that the dinosaur? No. The, the dinosaur range in Dino Crisis is not it's great. It's not big, is it? Oh. It's got, you've got the main T-Rex at the beginning who actually eats one of Regina's... That's Tom. Colleagues. It's Tom, isn't it? No. No, Tom's in the, the facility. I think it's Cooper. Cooper, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cooper gets... So you never actually get to have any kind of... She ends up in the facility with a guy called Gale. A man called Gale? A man called Gale, yeah. And a, a guy Rick. called Rick. But 
Lots of bad things happened to Gale along the way. They oh. do. Um, He's a bit Rick, of an arse, though. So. Rick, he is a bit of an arse, but Rick stays in stays in one piece for most of it. Or for all of it, pretty much. Yes, yeah, so you've got the T-Rex, mm, the Raptors. They've got pterodactyls. Pterodactyls slash pteranodon. Another kind, of, uh, another kind of slants on Raptors. The little really. tiny, annoying ones. Yeah, so basically, baby the kind of any dinosaur ankles. in Jurassic Park, basically, yeah? <laughs> pretty much. Yes, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Dino Crisis, aka Jurassic Park, um, sold two point four million copies. Yeah, no, so it's got that nice balance. You've got okay, you've not got a great deal of dinosaurs in there. That's fine, but the T Rex. I'll come to T Rex in a bit more detail later. But the, the actual detail of it, it, it's scary. Oh yeah, there are times where it smashes through that the window. first encounter when you're in the office. Yeah, T Rex head comes smashing through the window. Yeah, that you're in an like, office. Whoa. Just unlocking a little mm. safe. You yeah. want to get your little key out. It's like a huge window that you're right next to. It yeah. Well. So, tip one in Dino Crisis: don't hang around too off, um, too long next to a big window because <laughs> T Rex will smash his head through it. That's like a general rule in horror films. So, whenever like there's kind of a big gap in the shot, that's usually where the monster is going to jump out. Yeah. 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 Um, and then if you get nudged by the T Rex or one of the other bigger dinosaurs, sometimes Regina can like bleed out. So it gives you another another, another facet. You need a hemostat yeah. to stop the bleeding wow. because you can't just use. So it doesn't recover your health, but it stops mm. the bleeding. That's quite clever. Yeah. It's quite original. It takes Look at that. it kind of takes some of the stuff from Resident Evil. So like they were saying about the mixing, mm. you could mix the herbs in that to get different yeah, yeah. effects. Mm. This time you've got the darts. Um, but you can also you can do a similar thing where you can combine the health mm-hmm. items to make a stronger one. Right. Yeah, you've also got this as well. It doesn't recover your health, but it stops the bleeding. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop the bleeding, your health is going to continue to mm-hmm. deteriorate. Oh, yeah, like so there's kind of added elements to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, as as well as that, um, Regina can... There's sort of several bits throughout the game where she's this close to dying. I think there's sort of... I've got, I want to call them peril points. Hey, I like that. <laughs> peril points. Peril points. Um, yeah. Where you just have to smash mash all the, the buttons. buttons. You have to mash the buttons. It doesn't really tell you that, though, does it? No. It just flashes on the screen. What? Danger. 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 <laughs> and it's not like a quick time event that you might get in a game now oh, where yeah. you've just got hammer X over and over again. Yeah. You literally just mash the buttons. But that's great because... When it does danger, yeah. and you know that she's in a load of trouble, your first response is to mash, mash ah! everything. <laughs> mash everything and hope for the best. But it's this kind of, you know, this it's it's a different kind of horror. Mm. It's survival horror, but... It's cool, though. Like, can I explain one of those situations? Yes, yeah, of course guys. So there's yeah. when you go outside, um, I think it's when you're going to turn on the power to the elevator. So the and there's a large no, uh, there's a large like turbine fan. Oh yeah, they did. Um, and there's two pterodactyls sort of flying around. <laughs> and one, and this is when one of these what those calling them peril points. Peril points. <laughs> like um, and one of them picks her up by the shoulders, picks Regina up yeah. by the shoulders, <laughs> and you just got and you have to hammer the buttons. <laughs> and if you don't hammer them in time, they carry he flies over and drops her into the turbine. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> well, that's a bad way to go. And if you hit, if you hit, in, if you do. You know, hit the buttons in time, it drops you just before and the pterodactyl gets sucked in instead. Oh, is that exposed to yeah. yeah. I think I'm pretty sure the first time I did that, she went in the fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's another bit as well with the pterodactyls where if you don't do it in time, she gets slammed into a wall and loses loads of health. And so, yeah, mm. stuff like that, pretty cool. It's it's cool stuff, right? Yeah, it's a cool it game. It is cool stuff. Um, there are a couple of different endings as well. So you've got choices that... Um, a couple of choices are determined by listening to either Gail or Rick. Yeah. 
I'm not going to give anything away because obviously a lot of our listeners are not going to have played it. You have to play it. It's a good game. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, so depending on which one of them you um, listen to, Rick, um, the, you, you know get, it. That's right. you, get the, <laughs> you, get the, you get the better ending. Um, what's the final boss? T Rex. <laughs> This T-Rex is like the Terminator. It is. It's like Nemesis. It is... It's it's eaten Cooper. You thought it'd be, like, full. Like, mm. come on, you've eaten Cooper. Just give it a break, mate. But he's clearly... He when you to... first see it, when he smashes his head through the glass, you have to shoot it in the face with a shotgun mm. about five times just to make it yeah. go away. Yeah. But no, that's, that's fine. It's like a bulletproof T-Rex. <laughs> it's a bulletproof T-Rex. <laughs> Maybe it's got armour like Rob was saying earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this, yeah, awesome, yeah, this awesome bit where I think you, you go into one of the outdoor bits and again you're trying to get to another bit of facility and it's running alongside you. Do you remember this? Yes. Game? Yeah? Oh my God. How good is that? <laughs> like, okay, admittedly, admittedly, bits of the game, because it was a 3D PlayStation game, it has aged, aged a, a bit. bit. Yeah. But that scene... Still, still takes my breath away a little bit mm. because because it doesn't it's matter how far it's still you exciting. run, how far you run, and he's smashing the yeah. the, uh, the sort of walkway behind you, and Regina keeps on falling over. You're like, oh my god, she's going <laughs> to die, she's going to die. But yeah, when you get to the end of that, and it's coming at you, and you have to like yeah, again, bulletproof T Rex, <laughs> shoot him a few times, he goes away. But yeah, you know, and then obviously you, you actually kind of give him give him what for at the end. It's great. And, you know, it's a good game from start to finish. It is... It, it, it is Resident Evil with dinosaurs. But, it, it is. It is. But, don't, you know, don't let that distract from what is a great game. No, it's a and great game. It's actually, I think, you know, it's, 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 in my, it's, in, it's, it's at least in my top ten PlayStation games. Really? Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, Definitely top ten. Don't know if it's top five, but I think it's top ten. Okay, so some interesting facts about Dino Crisis. Uh, the team obviously had no idea how dinosaurs moved. No one mm. really does. So what their inspiration was apparently crocodiles and dogs. So what you're looking at are crocodiles. 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 <laughs> and they didn't really know about how they hunted either. So the, the AI, the artificial intelligence, uh, they used lions and tigers. So they're ligers. Is there any... So there, is there any alley cats in there? Alligators and cats? <laughs> alley cats. <laughs> alley cats. <laughs> so it could be uh, alley cats or crocodile ligers. Where do we want... Crocodogs or dogodogs. Where do we want... Liger. Napoleon Dynamite's favourite animal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, so, you know, dinosaurs are, are an unknown theme. We don't really... We can guess mm. at how they moved, but... It basically means they really need to go into any effort. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, which people won't know. Which yeah, is yeah. fine. Just make it fine. Um, they actually wanted um, Shinji wanted uh, it to be a jungle rather than a. It would have been Jurassic good. Park yeah, type it would have been good if it was like a combination of stuff. But then I suppose at that point we were still limited in terms of if it was a jungle. It would, this is that the could thing. be more of a not open world, yeah. but it would have been more difficult. Yeah, gameplay wise. The, to, apparently, the the reason why they didn't have the jungle was because of the hardware limitations. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes I have. Sense. I'll come to this later. But okay. a slight, slight issue with that. Um, <laughs> or a slight issue or not issue, actually. They found a way around that. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was it was released two months before Resident 3. I must have bought it before I bought Resident, Resident Evil 3. 
it must have been like my, my little appetizer before I got here. <laughs> um, but it came in July '99, um, and it's actually I thought this at the time. It was 3D. Resident Evil 3 used the static backdrops mm, of Resident right. 2 and Resident 1. This is you could actually say that Dino Crisis. Well, I've said it before, but it's like it's it's a step up evolution-wise. It's a step yeah. up. It's either and yeah, it doesn't. Look it's nice. risky from one point of view and not risky in another. It's not. It's not risky in the sense that they didn't want to bring it out after Resident Evil 3. Mm. Mm. And it's also risky that they brought out before because it makes some, you know, it's actually, you know, it's, it is more advanced than Resi 3. Resi 3 is a sort of an old formula. And, yeah, it's you know. progressing the technology, mm. progressing the genre. Yeah, um, so I didn't quite really get the timing of it. But. So basically, to kind of have a metaphor here, Dino Crisis is the Matrix and Resident Evil 3 is Phantom Menace success-wise, if not kind of... Like, uh, one is very successful, uh, even though it's more advanced than the other one, but the other one just is massively more possibly, successful. Yeah, it's part of a. It's already part of an existing franchise. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think sound, you'll maybe sound a lot like no's. <laughs> uh, maybe. It's arguable. I'd say, yeah, arguable. I mean, well, I've got, I found the actual real figure about Resident Evil 3. 3.7 million units, actually, it sold afterwards. So it didn't really dampen that. Uh, but maybe if it was done the other way, maybe it might have dampened Dino Crisis' sales. I mean, to say there's quite a cool bit in it as well, talking about the Jurassic mm. Park comparisons, mm. when Rick turns around and says, oh, this is just like that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like everyone's going, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually, at the time, I thought that Resident Evil 3 was a little bit of a step back, but the critical opinion at the time would, would think that I was wrong because... Uh, it mainly got about 8 out of 10s from the magazine so 8 out of 10 edge Dino Crisis Dino Crisis yeah, yeah. yeah so 8.5 yeah. GameSpot um, whereas um, GameSpot gave Resi 3 8.8 CVG mm. gave it 9 IGN gave Resi 3 9.4 so wait are you lot. scoring Resi 3 or Dino Crisis I'm some, doing a little it's comparison oh sorry yeah, sorry. yeah. so Dino Crisis is mostly 8s um, Resi more sort of high 8s okay, high okay, 9s well, you know, everyone has their opinion. The Dreamcast version was unfortunately slated. Oh. Um, it barely got over 7 out of 10s, purely because of the fact that it was a direct port over. Oh, so it doesn't look any better? Or... No, it looks worse, because the oh. Dreamcast has a sharper resolution. So the Dreamcast, admittedly, if, if you stick it... I've got it hooked up to my HD telly upstairs. Mm. doesn't really lose anything. No. If you hook up a a PlayStation or an N64 yeah. or the original Xbox even to it, it, it looks worse. Yeah. But the Dreamcast obviously is capable of that. When it, it really showed up Dino Crisis, so that's why people thought it was ugly, yeah. gave it 7 out of 10. Why do I love the game? It has its, it has its own genre. You could say, okay, it's a survival horror game, but because of the the panic induced by the constant being hunted by the dinosaurs, mm. it's actually, you could say it's a panic horror game. <laughs> I've got yeah, a better, better name. Go on. A survival terror dactyl game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't. But, you know, Shinji Mikami said it himself. Panic horror. 
This is basically the only panic horror game I think there is because every survival horror game since has had the same kind of slant. I think Resi 7 might be the closest thing to this because of the, the horror like pop-ups and things that happen when you yeah. look at the videos. And it, it, it tries to instill that panic in you when everything's chasing after you. Isn't yeah, it? I guess with Resident Evil early on it was that more that creeping yeah. sense of fear yeah. and what's going to be behind the next door. That's Whereas it. This it is more like, ah, yeah. dinosaurs chasing me everywhere. But it's like, like these, these are adrenaline-fueled mm. dinosaurs. Like Even Resident Evil 5, where stuff's running at you, it still feels kind of sluggish. It's not like, it doesn't really induce panic. It's more like a shooter. Like, no, it's more like, okay, I need to aim at this guy's yeah. head. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the original Dino Crisis really invokes panic in you. And, you know, that, that's why I love it. It has its own genre. One game has its own little genre. Uh, it sucks you in. The initial puzzles are easy. It's got a really lovely kind of... Um, difficulty curve. I always remember the one when you were trying to power up again like I mentioned about the big elevator mm. with the pipes yes and you the pipes, the pipes, they, they pipes there's and a blue one a red yeah, one and a green yeah. one and they yeah. twist around each other yeah. and there's like several sections little mazy game you have it? to press the button mm-hmm. so you have to lower the right, them in the right order yeah and, just yeah, those, okay. those and the thing with the fuse and you put them in the right colours and then you got to put yeah, the and you press the button and, twist, and yeah. you know it's and like the, the thing with the with the the discs the, lock, the discs yeah. the two codes and the, the codes they get progressively harder yeah. and like how but it's all done um, you know in this Resident Evil kind of style where you read notes and you kind of oh, right, uh, this is how you do this yeah. and but the difference between Dino with Resident Evil if you've mm. read a memo or picked it up oh, you've you got it permanently it. stored yeah. like you've got photographic memory yes. or you've got a big bag full of memos <laughs> in Dino Crisis you don't. So you read it, and mm. you, but if there's like, you know, sometimes there'll be numbers in there, mm. like your ID card number, and you, you better yeah. make a note of it. You have to actually because, write things down yeah, to get a paper you, Yeah, or yeah. remember it, because you don't have that to refer back to. Regina so doesn't have a phone. So you should nope. go back and find the memo again, which nope. obviously be a massive... She ain't got the no. best brain in the world, then. No. Well, she just hasn't got a filing system. Oh. Someone give her one, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I put... The, and another reason I love it is the, the dinosaur management element of it. So there are these, one thing I love doing, there are these kind of beam fences. Oh yeah, like laser. With switches things. on either side. Yeah. If a dinosaur is running at you, one thing you can quickly do is click the switch to deactivate it, run through and then click the other switch to turn it back on. Yeah. And you just yeah. see like the dinosaur bounce yeah. But it's good because you don't waste up any darts, you don't waste up any ammo, yeah. and you're still keeping away from them. So it's all about keeping them contained, and you know you can do that. The game kind of remembers roughly where they are, and it's just I, I think I think it's pretty amazing. Uh, it feels like a Resi game. No bad thing. No bad thing. No bad thing. We're all crazy Resi fans here. Hell yeah. Um, and it gave a base for Code Veronica, as I mentioned earlier. Mm. So it's a bit a bit of a, like a sort of demo run of. What was a great game later? The voice acting is horrendous. Of course it is. But I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like, like watching, like you know, playing it now and seeing those cutscenes. It's like, wow, yeah, this is definitely a PlayStation game. Yeah, <laughs> it's that time though, and all the polygon characters that do the same funny move. Obviously, no one can see me doing it. Yeah, the same funny <laughs> movements when they talk to each other. Yeah, as if you're like balancing trays. Yeah, it's, and it's it's just from that same time, like. You could have been a Jill Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, all that voice acting and stuff from that era is just It's like hilarious. the whole, yeah, Time Crisis, House of the Dead kind mm. of... Uh, oh, House of the Dead so are hilariously <clears throat> bad. Dino Crisis yeah, was one disc. Dino Crisis was one disc. 
Which is this is a lot of game for just to fit how, on one. How long is it on average? You play through of it. Or? I'm actually playing it again now, but I'm only a few hours in. I think the, the first time I completed, I think it did about six hours, and then if you know what you're doing, I think you probably nail it about three. And then obviously there's people that have done it in oh, um, speed sort run. of speed yeah. runs in one hour, one half, whatever. But it's a lot of game. I think for a PlayStation game, I think it's a lot of game for one disc. And obviously they saved a lot of um, space by not having too many CGI um, sequences. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's a couple. There's one at the beginning, and I think there's a couple at the end. But that's, that's basically it. Um, the T-Rex encounters are amazing. They're so scary, and it is like, you know, it is like you are Sam Neill running away from these... <laughs> Crazy, they crazy. are very memorable because even yeah. before I went back to play it this week, mm. that one, the first time you see it when he smashes into the office, mm. you know, and, you know, it stayed with me from. Oh, so good. 18 so, so years good. ago. So, mm-hmm. 18 years ago? 19 right. years ago. Downers. Um, mm. Well, we've said it once, we'll say it again. <laughs> 3D PlayStation games have not aged well, and this is exactly the same. There's so many rough edges, and the camera. You can't manipulate the camera. Well, no, so, but that's that was standard. The Resident Evil games yeah, are the same. Yeah, but it's not a static camera, so it's like it's on it's on a bit. It's on like a it's on like a hinge, isn't it? The camera. So you have these odd sort of situations where you can't quite see what you're doing. Yeah, same same as. The, yeah, there's bits the where the dinosaurs stuff. are just out of shot, mm, and yeah. but you're walking towards them. Mm-hmm. But when everything's yeah, so moving, it's... yeah, the worst thing is when, when those cameras are moving on a pivot, you can see like the edges on everything, like the walls oh, and yeah. things, and it's really obvious that they're sort of those polygons stacked on top of yeah. each other, and yeah, it doesn't, it looks a little bit crude, and especially when you, when you zoom into the characters' faces, they're a bit scary. Oh, are they? Look at them now, they're like, they're like... Like, like googly eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, just seen a dinosaur, you'd be a bit scary. Big googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it would save you for a little while. Um, and yeah, but you know, even despite that, I think that the kind, of, the kind of, the essence of it, you can, you, you can forgive it. You mm. can forgive that. Yeah. Well, like you said before, that's kind of the price to pay for Capcom trying to progress. Mm. The look of these games, yeah, and instead, oh, yeah, I mean, we loved the pre-rendered backgrounds of the Resident Evil games, the detail yeah. and everything that you had. Mm. But for 3D games to progress, you couldn't just have polygon no. characters on a 2D background anymore. You no. had to, so you know, yeah, yeah, it's got rough edges, but look where we are now. I know, and this is just one of those steps on the way. This is one of these, you know, yeah, <clears throat> gamers appreciate Dino Crisis. Go pick it up. Like I said, 2.4 million copies of it were sold, so you're not going to pay a great deal for it. Get out there, Fiverr or whatever. Um, so yeah, so every great game obviously deserves a sequel. Oh right? yeah. So we didn't have to wait long, actually. We had to wait um, about a year, year and a half. Yeah, it wasn't long at all. For Dino Crisis 2 to rear its head, or, how I, um, or as I like to call it, Torture lots of dinosaurs. Ah. <laughs> the culling fields. <laughs> the culling fields. <laughs> so, this is actually, admittedly, a bit of a, a, a bit of a backward step, but Capcom are sort of returning to their roots with, with Dino Crisis 2. Again, you can pick it up for a fiver. Uh, I think maybe another two million copies of this were sold. What's the plot? 
So, this is a massive spoiler alert. So, any of you who want to play Dino Crisis and want to know what happens, turn look, your, look away mute, now. Mute me for the next uh, three, four minutes. So, that <laughs> bigger plot. Yeah. So, what happened in the first game was Dr. Kirk wasn't actually experimenting and creating dinosaurs like in Jurassic Park. What he was doing was actually creating a third type of energy, oh. which sort of, um, sort of takes. I think he wanted he, he, he meant it to sort of take things from one place to another, maybe like a transportation type thing. But what actually happened was it turned out to be some kind of horrible reverse thing where he pulled things from the past. It sounds a lot like Half Life. Like it's like none of these people have seen the fly. And this is never Goldblum. a good idea. He's in the Jurassic Park, isn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Jeff, Jeff nice. Goldblum is the link. Yeah. Without Jeff Goldblum, but he's not. In, he's not in Dino Crisis, though. Are you sure? Uh, oh, no, I'm pretty sure he's not in Dino Crisis. <laughs> it's um, so yeah. So what's happened is that um, you know in the first one it was found that Doctor Kirk, this energy was the reason that stuff had been pulled from 65 million years. Now, Dino Crisis 2, okay, you can, you can come back to me now. So Dino Crisis 2 uh, starts off with another special agent team. Oh, we had Sort. Is it Pepper? Sort? No, Sort. I'm, I'm just joking. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. <laughs> I think it's a Sort. Sort and Pepper. Um, yeah, we joke. got Trapped. Wait. Twat. Trapped. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Trap, trap. We have trap. Trap. Wait, let's not guess what it stands for. Um, trap. You would never guess in a million years what it stands for. Triceratops. Can Rob remember from looking at it earlier? I didn't actually look at that, but I'm going to make a guess at it anyway. Go on then. Total raid action team. No, it's much better than that. <laughs> that would that would be better. Is is actually. The Tactical Reconnaissance and Acquisition Team. That's twat. Do you know, that sounds like something that like Goldman Sachs would have or something. Who, like who acquisition. Merges. If you have two, <laughs> and then merges and executions. executions. <laughs> two, two job offers. Sort or tap. Ta- sort or trat. <laughs> trat. Who would you join if you had... To, what what organisation? Well, sort, actually... Because I wouldn't want to go around telling people that I'm a trat. <laughs> you, would, you would argue that I would join trat, and I'm Ooh. going to explain why. <laughs> Um, so Trat is all belie- um, ably supported. <laughs> Sorry, that was me just playing around. Kind of nice, yeah. um, ably supported by Sword, <laughs> okay, and Regina, okay, uh, to check out the mysterious disappearance of a whole city, Edward City. Edward City. Where yeah. is this Edward City? <laughs> so basically, people have been doing research on this third uh, on this third energy, and they've got this time warp which so they can use to go 1300 years into the future which where Edward City is now oh wow so, so Edward City has basically gone all over there and now we're time travelling and we're going to 1300 years this is time. crazy it is quite crazy it gets more stupid okay don't worry <laughs> I don't think it was bad it's, crazy. <laughs> it's going to get more, a lot more silly um, intercede to find the hell what happened so as soon as they get there they're attacked by dinosaurs no zombies <laughs> Just kidding. Dinosaurs. Zombie dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Dino dinosaurs. So are you talking about dinosaurs in the future? Yes. Well, that, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Ah. Uh, have you never seen the 80s ah. cartoon show Dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> so clearly this third energy has completely messed up the timelines. We're talking these timelines have gone all over the place, right? 
So the only survivors are Regina, uh, a track guy called David, uh, and a final main protagonist called Dylan. Dylan Morton. Don't we like Dylan? <laughs> Wait, so what? In this future world in Edward City, there's only three people. Is that what you're saying? One, two, three. These guys have gone from the past to their <laughs> no, present day. No. Edward City is Regina is from around 2009 time. Okay. All right, so present day. First, yeah, from present day. We're going to the time it was in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Edward, Edward City has now been transported 1300 years in the future. Oh, Dylan and Regina have gone through time, Paul, and now they're 1300 years in the future. It's about 3000 Dylan And a guy David. called David. Right? We don't like David. Yeah, who's too cares about David? <laughs> so Dylan hey, hey. Love Dylan. any other characters called Dylan in a video game oh that's a good uh, question there must be you must know the answer there to must this. be I couldn't find any really I couldn't find I'll any I'll find you one my name is so rubbish only this Dylan with his funny uh, blonde curtains is the only <laughs> is the, the only Dylan no it wasn't it was that there is in a video game character I think I, I want to say that this counts but you know um, Bioware they do mm. the Mass Effect games their new game has actually been codenamed Dylan. Oh. Codenamed Dylan. But no, it's just been codenamed Dylan, as after Bob Dylan, because they like Bob Dylan. Um. I don't think it's going to end up being called Dylan. Although that'd be pretty awesome. It was like a crazy like third-person shooter game called Bob Dylan. Who would not buy that? <laughs> so, so is Dino Crisis 2 more the same? I've already said it. It's not. It's not. The whole panic horror thing's gone out the window. Um, it is really a shooter. A it's shoot. much more of an action game, isn't it? It's an action game based on the static kind of backdrops that yeah. these guys are used to. Um, it's, a, it's a step backwards. It is, it's, it's a clear step backwards for the progression of video games. So you had the 3D Dino Crisis. Well, you've got the 2D. But we like that. We like, we like the static we do. Resident Evil games. We'll, we'll, we'll live with it. Um, the dinosaurs in it are not greatly detailed obviously, um, compared to the first one because it's the same hardware. Yeah. I think I missed something when I was trying to look up get characters with the, called Dylan. <laughs> Why did dinosaurs 1,300 years in the future? <laughs> Because of this third energy. This third energy is pulling people from all over the place. Oh, that's good. I thought it would be something silly. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you ain't heard silly yet. I have not even got started on silly with, with regards to where, like, Dino Crisis is concerned. Um, oh, I just don't understand it. Why would they make it so zany? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just about trying to make a fun game, I think. And when, when you're trying to make a fun game, your imagination goes to weird places. Just when you're in the future, is it a futuristic setting then, or is it? No, because it, it's Edward City. It's like a city like you'd expect now, yeah. and like a complex. But it is 1300 years in the future. <laughs> I just can't get my head around it, right? right? Yeah, oh, it, it's going to get loads more silly. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Dinosaur-wise, they've got a lot more dinosaurs in this. Oh, one. that's good. So we're thankful. So we've got Triceratops. Ah. We've got Brontosaurus. It's all, and they're actually the way those guys come into the game is really nice. So, uh, the two-character scenario uh, is a lot like Resident Evil 2, mm-hmm. but you just play them whenever, whenever you have to play them. So, it's a bit like playing through one of the Leon things. You flip yeah, to Ada, you flip yeah. back to Leon. Similar kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> the simple nature of the game 
means that you never really lose the thread of what's going on. So it's not, you know, you don't have to sort of pay that much attention. It's an action game. Uh, if you're Dylan one moment and you finish something and you're Regina the next, you don't really need to remember what, where he went and what he did and what you need to do. So it's, you know, it's quite nice just to kind of flip between the two. Uh, they don't actually differ that much, the two characters. They've tried to make Dylan more butch with his, well, yeah. with his blonde curtains looking a bit like a late 90s pop star. Um, one, of, one, one of our team used to have curtains, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s, man. <laughs> it is true. But, you know, you, you know they're, they're pretty butch. Curtains are pretty yeah, butch. Yeah, it was like so, a fight of butchness. So, Leon uh, Kennedy was rocking the curtains well into the 2000s. Oh, yeah, Leon was rocking the curtains as well, wasn't he? Just, Capcom just think that Westerners just have curtains, <laughs> yeah. don't they? Um, so, you, you know, Regina's a bit more graceful than Dylan, so she's got this weird, I still know the name of it, the one thing, like this Ooh, kind of electric-y one thingy. Yeah. Um, cattle prod? Whereas, it's a bit like a cattle Dino prod, prod, actually. Dino prod. <laughs> and whereas Dylan's got like a massive like machete and you can like cut through uh, vines and things. So there's this kind of... Um, and then she kind of uses grenade, like sort of missile launchery weapons later and small, smaller guns. Whereas he's got this... When I say torturing dinosaurs, he's got this gun that emits electric charges... So you can actually fry the dinosaurs. Oh, Do you remember this? Yeah, one? vaguely. I haven't yeah. played it for such a long oh time. Oh my but... god! It is the most inhumane thing. It's actually, actually, it's the screams that the dinosaurs oh, give off. Yeah. <laughs> it is like torturing dinosaurs. Could you reenact the sound? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> the sound thing went straight off. Sorry. You should yeah. just loop that and have that as you the show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty it's you know pretty horrible. Uh, the premise of you know the again their scenarios don't really differ. So there are some puzzles and things, and you've just got to annihilate all of the dinosaurs in an area mm. or a room, and then get to the next bit. That's that's in a nutshell is what Dino Crisis Two is. Um, you've got medipacks, you can kind of go and collect them and stuff, but you don't actually pick up ammunition. What you do, around the game, you've got these little monitor kind of places where you can save your game and go into a shop where you can ch- you, you recharge your weapons, but you use uh, the points that you... So every time you clear a, a level out of the dinosaurs... Depending on how, like your combos and whether you get hit or not, okay. you get bonus points and you get extinction points. Extinction points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really. You someone know, really hated dinosaurs. Someone really. So. Someone at Capcom really despised dinosaurs. Let's talk to them and yeah. give you points for making really them extinct them. again. <laughs> so you spend your extinction points and you never really run out of ammo in the game. Like I've played it through a couple of times and you never. You can literally just go through and just yeah torture lots of dinosaurs, kill lots of dinosaurs. Mm complete the game um, it doesn't have that yeah th- so again that's kind of that subtle balance that the first game struck so nicely is gone completely out of the window there's I, I don't I don't want to have has a guess at how many dinosaurs there are in this game it's ridiculous have a guess most of them <laughs> I'd say over a thousand well there's got to be there's got to be at least over a thousand <clears throat> because you've got about You've got some areas where you're clearing about 20, 30 dinosaurs out. So, as well as dinosaurs, this game isn't a big fan of the butterfly effect, then? <laughs> no, <laughs> not. 
We don't need any of these guys for evolution. They're literally <laughs> just going to just take them all out. But but they've actually been. They're actually. We could say that they're spare dinosaurs pulled from spare dinosaurs. They've got any spare dinosaurs. There's no. We're we're okay. We're, as far as butterfly effects concerned, we're we're fine. And they, you know, they are relent. They will not let you go. You know, you can't just sneak around these dinosaurs. As soon as you go into their area, they are on you. Regardless of what type of dinosaur they are, they are on you. Um, it's the plot is a lot. It is. It's trying to work out what the hell is going on because it's clearly very silly. You've got dinosaurs trying to kill you, and you've also got these weird futuristically looking people trying to shoot you as well. Plus, you've got this mute girl who kind of like runs around and you, like she's causing all kind of mayhem as well. You're trying to like find out who she is and what she's doing, and you know it's it's all very very odd. It sounds silly. It sounds like aliens, actually. Oh. It's. A, Wait, like aliens? He must like... come at night. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a super strange game. If you really kind of, you know, if you treat it at face value, it's just a shoot 'em up, okay. But if you really kind of like, you know, drill down into it, it's a really odd game. The graphically, it looks really nice. It actually, it's aged obviously because of the static back, mm. uh, backdrops. It's aged a lot better than the first game. Yeah. But you know, we've said that for a. Uh, yonks that yeah. those games will always um, age better it's a fun game it's a fun game you just get into it torture some dinosaurs have your dinner go back torture some dinosaurs um, <laughs> typical Monday night yeah typical Monday night uh, I mentioned the the, Bron- the Brontosaurus and the Triceratops Dino Crisis 2 actually has a couple of shoot 'em up scenes. So there's one where you're off the back of a boat mm. and brontosauruses are chasing after you. You're in the first person. And it's a bit like Space Harrier. you kind of got like a Space Harrier type cannon and you're shooting them and it's very fun. Aren't they herbivores? Um, yeah, why are they trying to eat you? <laughs> Question mark. Um, I'm pretty sure they aren't that fast either. And I'm pretty sure triceratopses are herbivores yep. as well, they aren't are. they? They chase you later. They chase you. Like, you're, on the, well, you're, on, you're on the back of a like, jeep or Maybe you've got a bit of like, plant herbs in your pocket or something. pretty sure they're like, that's like a stampede though, right? That's like kind of stampeding cattle. What, the, bro- the triceratops is... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are kind of stampeding, but they still they still want to kill you. Mm. Uh, so, you know, herbivores can kill too. Well, they've been, they've been taken from their peaceful time billions of years ago into this new future as well. They're not happy, are they? They're not happy with all this, like, yeah, all this kind craziness. of mishmash craziness. Um, I'm pretty sure the inhabitants of wherever Edward City appeared 1,300 years <laughs> in the future aren't too happy with it either. <laughs> um, the the music score is great. It just kind of keeps it pumping along. It's just kind of that kind of quick tempo. You just kind of rattle everything off. You've got the blood-curdling sound effects and everything. It's, it's very nice. I think... Um, actually, it's been a while since I played it. I think, I think it's over two discs, is it? It's over two discs. So they had, to, they had to sort of stretch it out. They couldn't just whack it all on. Whack it all on the one disc. Um, I'll check that. Um, the T-Rex, again, encounters are great. And the last fight, where Dylan's kind of take down this Gigantosaurus. How else do you upgrade a T-Rex? Gigantosaurus. Got to get a Gigantosaurus, right? <laughs> is that, oh. That's not a real dinosaur. Yeah, he's like yeah, a, it is. Yeah. Oh, is it? I can tell that. Yeah. There you go. So it's like a bigger T-Rex. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's pretty that. amazing. And so that is, you know, that, that was a, a pretty good, a great way to end the game. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I think Keith's the only one who's played it. Yeah. Any great 
depth. Not, Do you want anything to add anything else about Dino Crisis? Um, not really. Just yeah, same thing. Really, it's a very different experience from the first one. It's just mm. it's the whole survival horror thing. But it's uh, but you know, if you're more into like action sh- action shoot 'em up type games, yeah, you probably find this more fun than the you know saving your ammo yeah. and. It still sold like 1.2 million co- copies, according to my notes here. That's still a lot. So, it's, still, it's still a fair drop off, though, isn't it? From the it is a bit. It's like half. First. It's half the. It's half what Dino Crisis sold. Uh, why is it different? It's actually this one is directed by a guy called uh, Shu Takumi, who worked on the first one, but only the first half of the first one. He got demoted, oh. unfortunately, during the, the during the first Dino Crisis, but then got re-promoted to direct this one. So he's gone, right, I want jungles. Um, we're going to do it all stag so we can have jungles. And this is how we're going to do it. Give me my jungles. Panic horror. What the hell is panic horror? Let's just bin that off and let's <laughs> just make a fun game. <laughs> hmm. so, let's talk to some dinosaurs. And he was demoted the following game. So, you know, again, decent reviews. Around, um, I had a look at some things. I, I worked at 80% as an average. So not as good as the first Dino Crisis, but still, still up there. Yeah, it's still recommended, up there. isn't it? Yeah. Um, they still couldn't do a 3D jungle. That would have been good, right? Yeah, it would have been great. Although, wasn't Snake Eater a bit? That was no, Snake Eater that was, was PS2, PS2, wasn't it? There was a GoldenEye jungle stage. Yeah, I was about to say that. They did it quite well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, if the N64 could do it, mm, yeah. It Question a, mark. I bet it was a foggy jungle, wasn't it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like there are a lot of rocky time. mountains around there <laughs> in the jungle N64 fog <laughs> so every good game or good slightly going downwards game deserves a sequel right yeah, yeah. you could say the Dino Crisis 2 still kind of deserves a sequel well I don't know mm, yeah right? okay so it technically got one on the PS2 called Dino Stalker oh which is the light gun game ah. based around the Resident Evil light gun games which we don't really want to talk about Oh. So, so I'm going to skip that. Yeah, keep mm. it. Well, is it a light gun game? So, you... it's a light gun game. You play it with joypad. No one really says anything about it. No one says anything about the Resident Evil games. Okay. <laughs> you know, we just have, you, of... have you played it at all? Yeah, we just kind of forget it happened. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's set in the past or the future. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we want to know. It's uh, probably in like early 2000s. It's the only reason people tuned in. They want to know about this, this weird. Uh, <laughs> Dino Stalkers. Well, sorry, you won't hear anything from me about it. <laughs> <laughs> So then we come to... Noises in the attic? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, drum roll, drum roll. Here we go, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Now we come to Dino Crisis 3, a.k.a. Dinosaurs in Space. Oh my word. I just can't take that seriously. (laughs) How? Why? Dinosaurs in Space. (laughs) It doesn't get better the more you say it, it gets worse. Why couldn't it be better? (laughs) What could be better than dinosaurs in space? It sounds. We like space. Cheese. We like dinosaurs. Why not put the two together? Oh, exactly. Mm. Put your Boom. hands together, my friend. Yeah, right, put it together. So this wasn't. This is surprisingly an Xbox-only title. No one else had to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> the PS2 version was scrapped uh, shortly after they started it. Oh. So I think that says one thing about Dino Crisis Three. It was released uh, mid to late 2003, depending on where you were in the world. Uh, it's a next-gen game, of course, because mm. it was on the Xbox. Oh. So it wasn't a 32-bit um, CD game. It mm. was 
now going into the realms of no one really knows what specifications consoles have anymore kind of thing. <laughs> How many bits are there in my <laughs> PS4, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of I bits. want to know. Probably about a million. A anyway. million bits. <laughs> yeah. So, Dino Crisis 3 was produced by Hiroyuki Kobayashi, who did Dino Crisis 2. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So, they've got one guy there. But it's directed by two different, two different guys. Tetsuro Oyama and Hiroyuki Maruhama. They were clearly outside of the box thinking. <laughs> How can you progress a game that's quite popular, but you know, obviously take it to the next level? Dinosaurs plus space. <laughs> Guess what year this is set in? Wait, we've had the future. I reckon the past. No. 2017. 2017, where we are now? Mm, not close. Damn. Rob? Oh. Um, two th- 2300 years in the future. <laughs> Ooh, 2300 years in the future? No. But I think it's something crazy like 10 billion years ago in the past. <laughs> oh. It's actually set in the year 2548. <laughs> 25. <laughs> a, time, a time where space travel is a real thing. Yeah. So give us 500 years or so we'll and we'll give you space travel. And this is sounding a lot like aliens. This is sounding really a lot like aliens. It's going to get more like aliens in a minute. So it's been. That means it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. There's never been a bad Aliens game. <laughs> oh yeah, oh my god. Um, so it's been 300 years since Earth um, since Earth lost contact with the colony ship Osmandias on route to the planet A two A squared or whatever. A squared. A squared. Is it like cuboid? Colony ship. The planet's got a letter and a number designated. I've actually seen the intro sequence. I've actually seen the intro sequence a couple of times, and I still really don't know what the hell the name of the planet is. But anyway, so they lost contact with the colony ship. Obviously, they're looking to colonize other planets. They lost, but it's back. It's back, right? And it's parked outside Jupiter. <laughs> the planet is parked outside Jupiter. No, no, Osmandias. Oh, oh right, yeah. The Osmandias. Osmandias. Oh, Osmandias, yeah. Osmandias is parked outside Jupiter, right? <laughs> so, probably just going to fill up or whatever. Um, so, we need some heroes. We need a special agent to. Is Dylan back? Wait, is there a new acronym here? There's a new acronym. We've had trapped. Oh. Let's know how long we guess. Who's going to have some guests here? Ooh, is there some guests like... I think they're in space. Oh, I think it's someone like... So there's got to be an S in there. Or, no, think... or and there's either an S for space or like an I for intergalactic. No, I think it's or... Pluto. Pluto? Okay, interesting. I'll take that, but no. <laughs> Uranus? <laughs> oh, we have to go there. Sorry. Um... Go on, we'll stick, tell us what the letters are and we'll try and guess what it stands for. Okay, so the acronym is actually SOAR. Ah. As in to soar. <laughs> to soar some wood or to soar no, through to the sky. sky. You can't just oh, soar through the sky. Soar as in to soar. To soar. <laughs> <laughs> to soar. <laughs> Space. Our sound levels are all over the place, oh. people. Let's, let's retain this. Let's Space. Back in. No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Super. No. Uh, Special. Yes. <laughs> Special. Special. Yeah. Organisation. No. Orbital. No. Or, or, what yes, do they no. do? What, what, what are they Operations. Involved? Yes. Special operations. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and um, recovery. Close. Reconnaissance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the special <laughs> operations and reconnaissance team. <laughs> <laughs> so their ship on the way to the Ozamandias 
is destroyed by the Ozymandias. For some reason, what? something triggered their proximity to, to the ship, triggered something off, the ship wanted to kill it. Okay? Boom. So, meaning they have to board weird old Ozymandias ship. <laughs> no Regina. Oh no, where's she gone? What? She's probably dead. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me Dylan's still there. Tell me Dylan's still there. No, Dylan also died. <laughs> we have we have two oh my god, we've got two characters with about as much charisma as I've got on my little finger. We've got Patrick Tyler <laughs> and Sonia Hart. <laughs> never to be seen again in a Such video. Such generic names. Yeah. And they are generic people. You have to you you start off with playing as um as Patrick Tyler and <laughs> you wouldn't have a, anyway. Yeah, you don't have a so, there's some other there's some other characters uh, characters. We've got Commander Jacob Ranshaw <laughs> and a guy called McCoy who gets subsequently eaten as soon as they get there by a real McCoy uh, T Rex. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've basically played paid homage to the first di- the Dino the Dino Crisis game by making one of the characters. Get eaten by a T-Rex. Yay. <clears throat> the intro sequence is actually really pretty. If you watch it now, I mean, I've had it running on my Xbox earlier, and it's very very pretty. But it's so dull. It's like crazy dull, apart from the bit where the T-Rex eats the guy. Mm. <laughs> so the very start of the game. <laughs> the very start of the game. Yeah, so you watch like five minutes of Dross intro, only to see that the, the guy get eaten by a T-Rex. So the plot revolves around finding survivors on the ship, and finding out... What the hell yeah. is going on? Why are there dinosaurs in the ship? <coughs> oh, Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. Spoiler alert. So for anyone who wants to play Dino Crisis 3, for you mental people, just <laughs> mute me now. So what's happened is, you know, they're, they're very advanced in the future. And most of the ship's crew has been wiped out. Yeah. So what do you do then to support the remaining crew? Send Ripley and a gang of Marines there to uh, <laughs> check things out. It's this one. But what, what can the ship actually do itself? Make more crew, right? The ship, the ship can make more crew okay. because it's that advanced. It can make more crew. But what it's doing, it's using DNA from animals that it's got in storage. Ah, chickens, yeah. I'm assuming. Oh, so some Dr. Alan, Dr. Moreau type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you raise chickens and cows, maybe. Yeah. Food. But the thing is, See, all animals at heart obviously have DNA of a certain type of creature. Oh, here we go. That old chestnut. <laughs> that old chestnut. They're all evolved from... A mosquito who sucked the blood of a... No, they're, they're actually evolved from dinosaurs. Oh, birds, no. birds are evolved from dinosaurs. Oh, I was talking about the mosquito sucking the oh, blood. Oh, the mosquito. Oh, no, the, yeah. They're the Jurassic Park thing, yeah. That's, that's actually more far-fetched. I don't know what is. I'm so confused right now. I don't really know what's going on. Thanks, Dino <laughs> Crisis. Uh, I mean, yeah. So the spaceship was intending to recreate humans? Yes. Oh, okay. To the replenish sp- the crew? Yes. And accidentally made dinosaurs? Mm. Yes. Clones. Of course. Mm. And Makes it can't stop. sense. It can't stop making dinosaurs. <laughs> so why couldn't they just regenerate using the, the DNA of the crew? Because I don't know why. Crew descended from dinosaurs. It was using, as well. it was okay. using animal DNA. When do you mean they were trying to regenerate humans? Were they humans in the past or just like stat clones of previous humans? Or Yeah, like clones of humans. Well, there must have been humans in the past. So they could have got Dylan back, for example. Yeah. Without the plan, at least. But he would or have been some... mixed up with a dinosaur. I think basically just, yeah, just, you know, just Help people. Me. <laughs> 
like a flying suit. Dillamadocus. No. So, yeah, it's very, very silly. Being a next gen game, it's gone back to its 3D sort of trajectory. Nice. Wanting a word. But the cameras. This is, a, this is an Xbox game. You cannot manipulate the camera still. Really? So the game suffers from this really odd thing where you've got a couple of cameras in a room, and if you cross a certain axis, it flips to the other camera. Mm. So the, the slightest nudge between this axis will flip between the two cameras, and it's really disorienting. It's actually made me feel a little bit nauseous. Oh. So you've got a dinosaur chasing you. Yeah. You can see him, so you're kind of chasing him. Okay, he pushes you back past an axis... The camera flips the other way, and you're looking at yourself, and he's doing something else. You're shooting, and you're well, I can't hear any dinosaur yeah. squeals or nothing. Is it still he's jumped up onto a crate. The tank controls. It's or like a no. It? It's like a like a wheel unwieldy kind of joysticky kind of three hundred and sixty. Okay. Kind of just kind of move it around and you know kind of spin. Mm. You know, move around like that. You don't. You press yeah. up. You go up on the screen. Okay. So that's why it's even worse because when you flip, it doesn't. It doesn't retain what direction you're holding. So you, the camera flips and you stop. Yeah, and you kind of then have to quickly kind of chain, flip flip your mm. finger around. It was actually, I think, nominated one of the worst game cameras in a game Ooh, oh, wow. when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that bad. So, you know, it didn't have a great thing to start with. And obviously, they've, they've, they've you know, they've hampered themselves with this stupid camera. <laughs> it It's dated horribly. It actually, a lot of Xbox games still look really nice. I mentioned... Halo in another podcast, but Halo Fable, one of the games. Fable as well. Fable, yeah, they both look, they still both look really nice. This looks terrible because in space, in a spaceship, what colours have you got to play with? Uh, black with a few white dots. Yeah, and greys. Grey. Maybe got planet. <clears throat> Some red maybe, lights. Yeah, maybe a little bit. That's basically all you've got, and everything's so bright. It's not like one thing that I thought this could have been like would have been like Event Horizon. I mean, it's all mm. dark. Ooh. And like, there's that kind of sense of film. foreboding. It's a good film. To be fair, though, you have like there bits of fiction white spaceships, like the spaceship in 2001's white. Yeah, but that's um, like brilliantly white. Mm. It's like, ooh, this is a dull kind of nasty mm. white. Yeah, like 2001 Space Odyssey is like what that that's kind of like whoa, that's in your face kind so of. So it's a kind of old Dreamcast kind of yucky white mm. color. Yeah, it's like you've had a Dreamcast in your cupboard for like 10 years. Or actually in a kitchen cupboard for 10 years. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Right? So it, it's dated horribly. And you don't... The whole... The kind of... The whole premise of the Resident Evil and Dying Crisis is go through one, one area to the other, unlock a, unlock a door, and then you, know, you get through to another bit. With... In a spaceship, it doesn't really work. Because all the corridors look the same. And I lost... I, and the map is terrible. Like, you load up the map, it's like this weird 3D thing. You can't tell where you're meant to go or what you're meant to do. And you get lost. It's so easy to get lost. And you're rattling around these corridors, and like, what am I doing? Oh, you've got a little bit of a jetpack. Ah. You can kind of fly around because it's like a little jet- there's, a, there's gravity in the ship, but you can go, ooh, ooh, pretty cool. For like five seconds. Oh. For so like, like a real jetpack. Like yeah. <laughs> it's accurate. Ooh, jetpack. <laughs> 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 the only part of the plot that is. Yeah. <laughs> It, because it's done by the same guy who did Dino Crisis 2, your main thing is to go into a room and kill all the dinosaurs. Oh. So there's no there's no panic, there's no survival horror. Mm. It's just you aimlessly wandering around the spaceship, 
shooting some dinosaurs. Uh, I like to think I'm, you know, I'm pretty good with trying to finish a game, trying to get to the end. I gave up on this maybe about an hour into it. Oh no. It was that bad. It was just about to get good, didn't it? It was just, oh yeah. It just turns into this amazing kind of panic horror, like awesome game, like directly after. But no, there was no chance of that. It is a terrible, terrible game. But, you know, it's. I got. I paid £10 for it the other day. I'm never going to get that £10. It's, it's gone. You, you've lost an hour of your life, you know. You might be able to sell it for £10. Oh yeah, there's anyone who's buy a Dino Crisis from me, it's £10. It's actually a brilliant, brilliant game. No, it's, it's mm-hmm. rare actually, uh, £20. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a really disappointing way to end the franchise. Mm. So just to sum up then, the reason I think that, I think if Dino Crisis had stayed true to its original roots and actually sort of continued that panic horror genre, yeah. it could definitely have been a thing. Mm. And, you know, 2003 was the last time we heard anything about Dino Crisis. 14 yeah. years ago wow. right? there is a guy on YouTube has actually done a, uh, a remake of that first bit of uh, Dino Crisis where she's just outside the facility but done it in current gen graphics oh wow I've not seen and like, even though she's just walking around that little bit it just gives you a glimpse as to what a remake of Dino Crisis could be like Why? and Capcom have touted it's a possibility they not that they're doing it Oh. They should do it. I mean, they they're kind of in that mode at the moment. They did it with a lot of the Resident mm-hmm. Evil games. They're, we're still anxiously waiting for the Resident Evil Two remake. Yeah, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah but it's going to take. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a while. Yeah, but if it, yeah, like the Final Fantasy Seven remake, how long which is that still waiting take? for? Yeah, yeah. But you know, if they did that with Dino Crisis, count Amazing. me in. Count and it me could in. just you know jumpstart that whole the whole thing and then maybe they could do not Dino Crisis 2 and Dino Crisis 3 obviously but another, you know sequels to that original mm. Dino Crisis mm. it could definitely be a thing again it, you know I'd, I'd pay loads of money for that how many you know all I, all I hear about now is how dull survival horror games are oh zombies people are getting tired of zombies now <clears throat> it, it's been done to death yeah right. mm. yeah people get tired of zombies man I know, but I don't know, I think, I look at dinosaurs, and I'm going to make a broad generalisation here, but mm-hmm. in most cases, unless you're Ross Geller, I don't think most people care that much about dinosaurs past, say, puberty or whatever, where it's zombies about... is something that everyone, the zombie apocalypse is something everyone can relate to, because... But it's been done so many times, Rob, I mean, how many zombie apocalypse games are there out there? It's ridiculous. And it's not like you have to care about dinosaurs to feel panicked by them. To feel like you know immediate kind of fear mm. from them, uh, you don't you know you don't have to be Ross Geller to, to to you know really appreciate them in a game, and that's why I think you know it is. I think it's suffered. You know there, there was a lot of stigma from it being too similar to Resident Evil. It wasn't a bad. That's not a bad thing. Look how many Resident Evil games are there. There are there are like four Dino Crisis games. I'm going to count the other one just for <laughs> just for the purpose to make of the numbers. Yeah. Just yeah. to make up the number. How many Silent Hill games are there? How many bad Silent Hill games are there? I count at least three or four bad Silent Hill games. And it's still going. But it's still Why going. There's a lot of love going? for the franchise. Same with yeah. Resident Evil. It's had its ups and downs. Mm. A few bumps on the road. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe, th- maybe Dino Crisis just didn't <clears throat> make enough money. And that third one was a disaster. It was a disaster. But you know, the first one sold 2.4 million copies. Mm. Considering we've gone through the plots of the second and third Dino Crisis games, I don't see why they can't do a crossover with Resident Evil. 
Well, <laughs> you could it do wouldn't be any less run. ridiculous, would it? I mean, any more ridiculous. Sorry. Let's just make Sorry. it super ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and... Um, Umbrella. Developing dinosaur... Zombies. Zombie yeah. things. It could work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these Dino Crisis games, I don't think would translate very well to Hollywood films. <laughs> Obviously, I don't think... Well, actually, you could argue that Silent Hill and Resident Evil haven't either. Um, but, you know, could it, could it have been as big as that? Could it have had a film? Possibly. The voice acting, you know, I said I, I loved how bad it was, but Regina's is particularly bad. If you listen to mm. the way that that actress, I'm going to name her, Stephanie Morgenstern, the way that she actually voices Regina is awful. It's like she has no context of what's actually happened or what's going on yeah. around her. So, yeah, well, that was a bit like that's a bit like the um, voice acting in the first Silent Hill. Yeah. They literally were just reading it. Just off, reading uh, a line. It wasn't like it was yeah. part of a conversation. Yeah. So it just all sounded really disjointed and strange. But then flip that to David Hayter in Metal Gear mm. Solid. How iconic is that guy? You know, how iconic is his work on yeah. that game? You know, if someone if they'd have bothered trying to, you know, give some context to these actors and like, you know, give it a bit more I don't know. It just it it's it's an opportunity miss for me. Panic horror. Panic horror could have been a genre. Because there's a genre that still events now, you know, that still exists now. If Dino Crisis Three had been like Event Horizon, that could that could have been a good thing. That could have been a really good thing. Mm. Yeah. But then it would have just been a totally different game, wouldn't it? Well, the the whole dinosaurs in space thing. You could still you could have still done you could have done just... an Event Event Horizon type panic horror game. That would have worked mm. with a dark kind of dark lit corridors. Isn't, you know, all that isn't that what the Dead the Space games are like? Yeah, and isn't Sam Neil in that as well? Yeah, crazy nice. Sam Neil. We're going full circle, nice. aren't we? Yeah, crazy Sam Neil. Yeah, nice Sam Neil. Yeah. So Sam Neil, if you're listening, join us on the podcast. Or <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Or Jeff. Yeah. yeah, Jeff. No, if you had to choose one of those two, who would you rather have on the podcast? Goldblum because of Independence Day. Yeah, Jeff for me just Goldblum just because of Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> we still love you, Sam. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, and but there we go. I think it's uh, an opportunity missed. I think if anyone's listening and wanted to play the games, grab the first couple yeah, on the PlayStation. Definitely the first one. For about a ten, yeah, for about a ten of the pair and uh, tell them Dylan sent you. <laughs> I've got one final question. If you were given the opportunity to work with Dino Crisis Part 4, yeah. how would you try and make it even more crazy? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've done the future, you've done space. I think yeah. it's impossible, isn't it, to make it more crazy? Uh, I think <laughs> what I'd do is actually take Edward City that's now, what, well, it's in 3300. Oh, yeah. And transport that back to 65 million years. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Nice. So you've got the dinosaurs that have been taken from the future, but now they've been taken home again. <laughs> plus the other dinosaurs coming in, plus the just, guys from the future. Plus the spare and dinosaurs. The guys from, the, yeah, so <laughs> you basically just have a big party. Yeah. Dino I, party. I have a suggestion. Yeah. The dinosaurs are intelligent and can talk. <laughs> And you have to kill humans. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Human crisis. Yeah, yeah, I'll play that,
thanks for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.